The Business on RT Radio 1 with AIB. We know that your focus is on your business. That's why ours is on supporting you. Now, sticking with uh, catering for our furry friends, all creatures great and small are looked after by vets around the country. She from McQueen has been shadowing some of them at work. Today, then, we have Faye the Stray. Faye is our stray greyhound who came in with a very horrible wound on her right leg, which is now at the final stages of healing. Um, we have Molly, who's here for a tail amputation due to a sad case of happy tail. A happy tail is when a wound on the tip of a tail just isn't healing because of all the wagging. <laughs> and we have Milo, who is here for his castration. So poor Milo is going to be half the man he was when he leaves the door today. But he'll be absolutely fine. <laughs> Emma McLaughlin is a vet in Rockall Veterinary Hospital in County Limerick. Alongside her is her assistant, who just so happens to have four legs. Gypsy is, um, she's six years old. I have had her since she was 12 weeks old. I'm a big Fleetwood Mac fan, so hence the name Gypsy. It suits her too. She's actually a collie, red setter and a St. Bernard and a boxer. So she's a lot going on. You'll hear the tippy-tappy of the paws coming down to reception to meet the clients. And she makes it all about her. Like she'd be all over the owners, giving them the paw, rolling over for a belly rub. And she's a bit like myself. We always compare the two of us. Clever and loves attention. (laughs) Good girl. You're so good. Thank you for the kisses. So just like, you know, people would have their medical notes, we keep records of all our animals here too. Sometimes we might note on the file, you know, watch or care or will bite or spicy is a nice one. But if we have some very, very good pets, we might find it hilarious ourselves to put in a warning note of 10 out of 10 best girl or something like that. You get all aspects of the circle of life in one day. You know, you've just been reviving little puppies coming out of the womb. And then I might go to a geriatric quality of life chat. Compared to any other parent-child relationship, you get them from a little baby and you wear them to a geriatric. I think that's really cool to kind of reflect on sometimes. It's lovely, I think, caring for them in all aspects of their life. Does Emma ever have any hairy moments with her patients? Greyhounds are famous screamers like you jab them with the tiniest needle and they'll scream and you know we'd be going don't be a greyhound about this now and then you have the Frenchies who absolutely can't be held they freak the bean we have as you know the cockapoos and the don't touch me on fluffies just climbing all over their mother's shoulders and up on their heads they're like it's okay and I'm like I haven't actually touched the dog and you're already telling them it's okay so I don't know who's the real anxious one here it's a cat's world and we live in it I respect them like they have a kill switch and when you press it you're done so <laughs> they make the rules we just follow them <laughs> At this time of year, we're probably mostly busy with pneumonia, animals going into housing. So we compare it a lot of the time to kids when they go back to school, they go back to creche. They're all fine during the holidays when they're outside and then they're put into a warm, humid environment with every other child. One of them has a runny nose and they all have a runny nose. It's the same with young stock calves. Large animal vet Eamon O'Connell of Summerhill Veterinary Clinic in County Tipperary. Eamon grew up on a family farm where his interest in working with animals began. When the vet was called to a cow cabin or to a sick cow, it really was a special occasion, I suppose. It was the romanticised notion, almost like James Herriot, the vet was coming, the red carpet was all out, kind of almost like akin to Santa Claus coming to visit. So you were kind of hovering around the fringes, listening and watching to every move they were making in the hope that he might ask you to give him a hand. We've all gotten, gotten covered in cow dung in your hair or on your shirt somewhere. When it really hit home was we were taking the kids somewhere and I shaved and I had a shower and my four-year-old daughter came out she's like, oh dad, you smell like flowers. And I was like, what do I usually smell like? She goes, you usually smell like cows. That's nice. <laughs> Any possible call could come in. I've had somebody ring up and go, my cow is looking at me funny. That's all the information you get. I've had somebody ring up and say, I have an itchy pig. 
there are some times that you just have to kind of think outside the box. Cows in particular with digestive upsets where their stomach just slows down and isn't processing the food properly, we'd give them a jar of coffee. And anybody that has too many coffees on the day to keep the energy levels up will know it definitely speeds up your digestive system. So we've definitely had more than one farmer where somebody within the house has complained that the nice jars of Azira that haven't been opened yet have been tipped into a bucket and pumped into a cow and they're not there the following morning. If we could talk to the animals. I have had some quite verbal abuse from a few parrots, you know. Parrots have been proven to have the IQ of a five-year-old and the emotional intelligence of a two-year-old. So it's like trying to deal with a, a toddler. And we have to always be very careful to be very gentle spoken around parrots. They always mimic expletives because that's when you raise your voice, you see. Or they mimic you calling the dog or the phone ringing. They do uh, often uh, fool the nurses that the phone is ringing. It's actually them just uh, being bold. Barbara O'Malley of Village Vets in County Whitlow specialises in treating exotic pets. I mean, I deal with all kinds of animal fabric as such. I deal with fur, feathers, prickles and scales. I've done, you know, kind of the equivalent of snake caesareans to get out eggs if they're egg bound. We love doing fish surgery here. It's, it's great fun. It's quite challenging because you have to operate them out of water. So you have to infuse them with the anaesthetic and keep them moist while they're operating. They can get these quite nasty tumours and you can get them back their quality of life. People get very, very attached to their fish. I once operated on a fish called Gloria and she was 20 and the owner brought her in was 24. So that's all he'd known all his life was Gloria, his pet. During her career, Barbara has linked the popularity of some exotic pets to different trends. We had a monkey in last week. Luckily, I don't see many monkeys now, but in the days of the Celtic tiger, they were a very popular pet. I wouldn't recommend them as pets. Now I'm the king of the swingers, oh, the jungle. In fact, one day, I remember one time I had a diabetic monkey and I was taking it home in the car for the night because I didn't want to leave it on its own. And um, I got down the N11 and my car broke down. So I called the AA and said, can you come quick my car's broken down I've got a diabetic monkey here you know they obviously didn't believe me they obviously thought I was trying it on with some silly excuse you know lying to get a, a quick call out being in the animal medical profession you might have to accept that sometimes you just have to work like a dog Gypsy you going to get up come on we go back to work mm-hmm. oh tired oh. big yawn <laughs> she's wrecked from working all day it's tough when you're only six years old <laughs> <laughs> What a life, that's good enough for me.